We have been behind the punch. Baylor has to hire a new defensive coordinator, and we barely talked about it today. We give you the wish list. Unlocked on Baylor. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am freshly showered from Inside the Bears with Sports Illustrated. That is Cameron Stewart, who has low latency on his video today. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but we actually, episodes release at 7 every morning. We record these at 6.15 a.m. Just we're on top of the ball here. Yep. Uh, doing the same today, just making sure that everybody has their daily dose of Baylor Bears. And thank you for making it your first listen every day, that daily dose. Cam, Baylor is without defense coordinator Ron Roberts because they Correct. fired him. That's mm-hmm. that's why they're without they did him. Do that. Yeah. Um, okay, even before we get into replacements, Auburn said, use goods, use goods. One, one man's fired defensive coordinator is our defensive coordinator, and he now has a job at Baylor East. Yeah, and what I found was interesting, uh, actually writing this up yesterday, is apparently he had options, those options being um, Auburn and Arkansas. And either way, he was going to end up with a Bryles offensive coordinator. Kendall at Arkansas, and uh, reportedly Auburn also hiring Philip Montgomery to run their offense. Yeah, Kendall being a little bit more Bryles than the... uh, than yes. Mostly the similar difficulties. Yes. Um, so now gone to to Auburn, which is like, how do you feel? You just fired your defensive coordinator, who is apparently good enough to be Auburn's defensive coordinator. Um, like what? What, what is it, it to me? To me, this is just a not good hire for Auburn. Like if I'm an Auburn fan, I'm like, wow, what the crap, man? Uh, you're, you're firing a coach from what you would consider to be a lesser program, hiring a fired coach. If you're Baylor, it's like, all right, sweet. You guys can have him. Yeah, I mean, do you know who their defensive coordinator was before him? Oh, Phil Steele. Yeah. Baylor fans let that just happen. Yeah. The whole Auburn and Baylor thing is right there. Um, They let the Jared Stidham thing happen. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. What is the deal with that? What's the connection there? Stephenville, you know, the big game. Stephenville. Um, So, right now... Baylor's in the middle of a search for a new DC. Um, short list from a lot of people has featured one Wisconsin connection who never was on a staff officially with Dave Aranda, but to my knowledge, which I didn't know for days because I can't Google, was effectively like an Aranda protege. Yeah. So Aranda was was mentee from Ron Roberts. This would be his his mentee, Aranda's mentee. Um, Leonard from Wisconsin and, and I, I like, sure. What, what's the hype? Sell me on Leonard. Are you asking me or sure. is that just posed to Baylor nation? No, you can have it. I mean, look, there were serious talks. I was in them about him being like the front runner for the Broyles award, but then he became the interim head coach and TCU did TCU rightfully goes to Garrett Riley. Um, but like this guy was one of the elite defensive minds and just look at the <clears throat> like his wikipedia page honestly his resume he moves up and up and up every other year basically inside a good system at Wisconsin whose defensive coordinators always get head coaching jobs so i think it's tough to be like well Wisconsin runs the Big 10 defensively because there's a lot of good defenses year in year out but They've always been one of the best. He's been running the show. He just keeps this meteoric rise. Feels like 
that's the perfect candidate in terms of like where he's going, where the program is going. Um, it just seems like a really good fit. And yeah. plus they're your Aranda connection. I mean, dude, I think a lot of Baylor fans would love it if Dave Aranda called the defense, to be honest. And this is a guy who uh, learned under him from his very earliest days as a coach. Yeah. Can't understate a connection, man. No, granted, Leonard... granted Bill Montgomery and uh, Ron Roberts have no connection to Hugh Freeze, but yes. <laughs> Bill, I love it. Hugh Freeze with a fired Baylor coach and another fired Baylor coach. I, it get, doesn't get much better than great. that. Um, it's great. It's, they want to be us. Because Hugh Freeze is just, I mean, top-notch guy. I don't know if you've seen all the stuff that he's done, but real good dude. The Liberty Rehab Center, he's back from that. Uh, Leonard, though, Jim Leonard, which is he's worthy of taking up the first segment. He wasn't in my top five that we'll get into in the second that I released of immediate candidates for this position. Uh, but yeah, you know, Randa, when Leonard first wanted to get into coaching, you mentioned that he comes from the NFL and Randa says, all right, I'll kind of teach you what it is like to be a coach at your alma mater. And he's just a Wisconsin guy through and through. What's interesting to me though, he's getting offers or at least in talks about being the new coach at, you know, your temples, your Purdue's even yeah, what's so interesting to me yeah. is that at first he says, I'm coming back. I'm back. I'm not leaving. I'm not effing leaving. Then he says, just kidding. I'm not coming back. That's good news for somebody, maybe a Baylor. Yeah, I think he honestly was probably PO'd. I'll bet he felt he should have been the full-time head coach um, and kind of got a little antsy with it. And now it's a little late in the cycle uh, that they got fickle kind of almost out of nowhere. A little late in the cycle this year, as opposed to last year when all those big jobs were opening up. So I think he's, for anywhere he goes, a short-term defensive coordinator because his name will be uh, up on higher lists at this time next year, and he will have time early in the cycle. But, um, yeah, I think he's a little, little PO that he didn't get the job at Wisconsin and is ready to be like, look, I'm going to go somewhere or I can step up again. I can just run a really good defense here for a year, maybe two, and find myself a power five head coaching job. Yeah. I mean, he is it's kind of the bet on himself guy in his career. Played at Wisconsin, was undrafted, only was a safety at five foot eight, 188 pounds. So if you're looking for, an, for a DC that's six foot or higher, not your guy. This isn't the guy. Not this your isn't guy. the guy. Sorry about that. Move along. But if you're looking like 5'10 and under, somebody, you're 5'8, right? You're somewhere in that. I am, yeah. You and Leonard. I mean, this guy, and look, that just goes to show. Get the job done. Leonard has done that. 10-year-ish NFL career, too, playing safety and the Jets and the Saints and the Browns. And And much like myself. Almost exactly like you. This is everyone's favorite episode of the week. Already, yes. Uh, DB coach at Wisconsin and was at Wisconsin as a coach from 2016 on and as a DC from 2017 on good Wisconsin teams. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a good hire. He wasn't on my list again originally. And I, I probably should have added him just by virtue of Aranda being his quote mentor when he first got in the game and would be a good hire. But I, I think this it would make the, the most game, sense. It would be like the, the best day one hire. Probably. Yeah. Like it'd but be it, the one that people react to the best. It feels like the more that time ticks away and he hasn't been announced as Baylor's DC, the less the odds are that he'll be here. Yeah. Yeah. With that same kind of what you were talking about, like the flip-flop to, eh, I'm not coming back. Usually uh, if there's like a connection there, you probably announce like the next day. Oh, this is why I'm not coming back. Cause Dave called me yesterday afternoon 
and I wasn't really expecting that. Instead, there are head coach openings, which, like you said, he's going to be in the running for at least. Uh, Speaking of running, I am running um, straight to betonline.net. Betonline.net is where the game starts. Uh, I'm going to go right now, live, real time, 6.15 a.m. on Monday, and see how well I did this weekend at BetOnline. Because I used the site, and at one point was, oh, oh, at one point I was up. $100. I'm now down $20 legally using Monopoly money at betonline.net. So if you're like me, you can go lose money at betonline.net. Or if you don't want to lose money, you can win money at betonline.net, which is what most people do who aren't me. You go, you pick games, you wager. And if you don't want to wager, if you don't want to play these casino games, you don't want to do all that stuff, they have podcasts, they have news, they have breaking stuff, all of that at betonline.net. So you get your sports fix all in one place. And frankly, since I started Locked On and used BetOnline more, it's become my number one spot to go to see lines for games, project games, predict games, and they they even predict games for you as well. So BetOnline.net, it's where the game starts. Go check it out on your mobile device as well today. All right, Cam, your wish list of DCs. I've already built a full list, so I don't expect you to get like a one through five here. But if you were to pick a guy, and Jim Leonard can be included in that, your guy you really like at this point in the juncture Who's who's up there for you? Uh, well, when you told me this at 5.30 a.m. this morning, there wasn't so much for me to cook up. Uh, Leonard would be my number one. Um, I'd also, most of the research I have done is on your very well-written article, by the way. Thanks. Um, I like from that, uh, I actually like the cornerbacks coach from Florida. I love him. I'm not entirely sure why, but everything is like, super duper positive about him. Like anything, everything I've read about him is like, this guy's ready to be a DC Mm -hmm. and like, he's not going to get that opportunity at Florida, but he's like ready to go. And I'm like, this guy's been the cornerbacks coach for, I think only one year, maybe two um, with this uh, Napier regime. So, but everyone likes him. And a lot of those Gators are in the portal, a lot of defensive players that's not the reason you should hire a defensive coordinator, but that would be gravy if you could get like a couple of those guys to come with him. Just saying. Yeah. Unless they're running away from the DBs coach, um, at which point <laughs> could be true. Probably don't want to hire they're like him. linebackers, but yeah, it could be true. Yeah. That's, that's honestly where I'll start. I mean, Jim Leonard, if you put him at number one, which I feel like most Baylor fans have. So we have pet that. That bear. would definitely attract some people. To come with there him. you go. Fine. Yes. He can be number one. And that brings cool. you in a bunch of recruits and transfers and whatnot. I, I love the idea of Corey Raymond at Florida. He's not a very popular name. I feel like, um, unless you read the article. Unless you saw the article, most people aren't talking about him. And I've even gotten message from folks that I've gotten messages. This is weird from past Baylor players, past Baylor players, families that say this would be a great hire. We need somebody who has a secondary focus, somebody who's coached great guys like Derek Stingley Jr. in the secondary. And I've also gotten texts from very prominent and knowledgeable people who work in sports media that say that Corey Raymond's not ready and he's not going to take that step to be the D.C., uh, but from everything that I've seen, he looks ready. 20, 2019 secondary at LSU, which guess who was the DC at LSU in 19? Hmm. Go fish. That would be Ava Randa. That would oh, be Ava I Randa. knew it. Yep. That was yep. like my yep. fourth guess. His secondary held people, quarterbacks, to an average of 18 of 35, 223 yards, and just 1.3 touchdowns per game. 16 interceptions, thanks to guys like Christian Fulton, Derek Stingley Jr. That they is really, well that year, by the way. really good. Uh, and I, I don't know if you've watched Baylor's secondary in the last millennium, but 
having somebody with an emphasis on a secondary, probably a good thing. Probably good. They did well with a really good secondary last year, 2021. 21, yes. Yeah, yes, they did they well did. with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, on, yes, I, I'll give well. Yeah, yeah, not great. There were some holes, but, you yeah. know, the Texas game sticks out huge. But they they won a lot of games. Secondary did they, well enough, at least. Uh, so one of my tops, if not number one for me, is Corey Raymond, cornerbacks coach at Florida. Then there's Gary Anderson. This is the one to me out of all of them. People say that Jim Leonard's the one that just makes sense. To me, Gary Anderson's the one that just makes sense. He's an analyst at Weber State. So you're going, like, oh, look, you, yeah, Auburn just hired your deposed defensive coordinator. You're going to hire an analyst at Weber State, but he's which been I a head think coach. I think by the way, I think uh, one of Weber State's assistants just got a head coaching job. Boom, if I'm not mistaken. In the Not Gary Anderson. But still, like that's that's pretty good. I had to turn on them out. Yeah. You know, so before we- you say that about Weber State, right? Uh, which is in the great state of Weber. Correct. Actually, Utah. Weber State's in Kansas, right? I think it's in Utah. Oh, uh, that's a great point. Hundred percent Utah. Hundred percent Utah. Okay, go um, ahead. Now so that you get a guy out of the way. So the, the connection here, it's the strongest to me. It's the one that makes the most sense because he's been a head coach at Utah State, Wisconsin, Oregon State, and he's brought Dave Aranda with him throughout places he's gone. So he hired Aranda at Utah State in 2012, took him with, took Aranda with him to Wisconsin in 2013, and the relationship has, has been there and been at least somewhat strong from the outside. So you've got a, a Dave Aranda got his shot in college football. Jim Leonard got his shot from Dave Aranda. Dave Aranda got his shot effectively from Gary Anderson. Now, do you hire your old mentor who's down in his luck as an analyst at Weber State? Do you then, Dave Aranda, get to revive the career of the man who started yours? Yes. He has the potential to do that. He's old, by the way. He's no, I think that's so. a good point. Yeah, that's that was uh, the downfall. That's why I was more leaning towards uh, Raymond. It was just that he's like pretty old. Like he's yeah. pretty old. Would you say 68? 58. 58. 58. I've seen older. Old. It's younger than People my dad, are older. But that's old. <laughs> People are older. That is sick. The 58 and his, his history reminds me a lot of a former Baylor defensive coordinator. Somebody who's yeah. now the defensive coordinator yeah. at Auburn. Uh, there are some really neat parallels between Gary Anderson and, and um, Ron Roberts. Uh, sure so are, man. maybe that turns you off, but Gary Anderson, if, if the, op- okay, look, the optics aren't great. Oh, Baylor hired a coach who's an analyst at Weber state, but been a head coach of the power five took Wisconsin to the big 10 championship. I think this is, and I no one knew who Ron Roberts was by the way. And he did have a great year in 2021, which yeah. by the way, I find so funny that all the Auburn people, they have not no. mentioned 2022. No. They don't even no. care. The only stats they'll give you from 2021. Look at this Great. defense. Nation's best defense, basically, in terms of points per game allowed and uh, turnovers. Yeah, yeah, things change. They didn't allow a single team to score 30 points in a game that year. Is that Happened true? Five times this year. Yeah. Five times. TC scored 29, so almost half your games. Um, now... <laughs> Another uh, another guy that sticks out to me, and our last two, I will reserve the entire back half of the show for because they are outlandish to say the least. This guy, though, another one that makes sense, Bill Bush, was the interim DC at Nebraska, thought maybe he would be held over at Nebraska, even despite Scott Frost, F- Scott Frost firing. 
Uh, instead, he's kind of made it known that he's he wants to go. He wants to go somewhere else. Bush was has been with Aranda a couple of times, so he coached safeties at Wisconsin from 2013 to 2014, and coached safeties at LSU from 2018 to 2020. So again, the connection is there. Two different yeah. stints for Bush, um, and then you got Grant Delpit, who he's coached, Thorpe Award winner. He has been under Urban Meyer at Orderon, Tom Osborne, literally Tom Osborne. Like, he doesn't get much better than that in the college football coaching ranks. So, yeah, oh, another, you just won them back. You won them back. Yeah. Won them uh, another guy, back. Bill Bush is older, yes, but mm-hmm. he's got the track record there. And he's been with Aranda now at different stops with gaps in the middle, which almost makes me more confident in their in the relationship that those two have over the course of their careers. I don't think this would be a, a bad move at all, despite – him coming from a Nebraska program that's crumbling. Yeah, and maybe I'm getting too deep in the weeds in this. Like, maybe I'm being too, like, I'm just digging too much into this here. But I feel like with a guy like that who's been <clears throat> the D.C. in, you know, an interim coaching staff the whole year, yeah. essentially. Uh, I think Scott Frost was fired and uh, when we were at BYU. That was the last game he coached. Um, so, <laughs> week three for them. Um so this is a guy who's been a lot of places who is probably just hitting up his connections the whole year or like analyzing, Hey, maybe I can be in a position here with this guy that I know. So he's probably weighing those options the whole season. And I just thought if he was going to be the guy that it would be a really quick hire, you know, mm-hmm. but maybe I'm looking too deep into that. You, I mean, you're right. He's got the great connections. Do you uh, think it's right weird? Now. Is it weird to you that Baylor, we're now at December 12th and Baylor doesn't have a DC yet? A little weird. Yeah. Especially because there's like two or three head coach openings in the whole country. So it's not like these guys are really being tied up with interviews or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, It is, it is weird. And it makes me wonder if Aranda's like has someone on the staff that he's hoping to see over the next couple of weeks to see how he can handle, uh, you know, the bowl game preparation and going into a new gig. Uh, but even that, I mean, that's risky as hell. So I don't know that that is a practice, but are you saying, so yes, it's weird. I'm saying it is weird. That's the only time I'm trying to. Baylor defense coordinator, Brian Bell. Is that where you're going with this? Yeah. I mean, essentially I am. Cougs are in the state championship. And he is looking to see how Brian Bell handles this, you know, knowing he can't go and support them or talk to them, but also preparing for a bowl game in a unit that has been struggling most of the season. I think you're on to something here. Oh, hold the phone. Internet cut out, uh, which actually works out really well because I am now going to tell you about, I am now going to tell you. Uh, okay. Uh, NHTSA. You're hanging out with some friends, putting a few back, uh, you know, few becomes too many. And as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride, but uh, you live nearby, you can make it home. It's no big deal. What are the odds you get pulled over? And even if, if so, what's the worst could happen? Your insurance goes up or maybe you lose your license, lose your job, you total your car. I mean, really, you could kill someone. So everyone knows that the risks, there are risks of drunk driving, but the results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from taking the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe, plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. All right, Cam. The last two 
here. Uh, these are longer shots, probably. I, I'm not even going to preface this first one. I'm just going to put his name out there and see what you think. Kevin Steele. Any thoughts on Kevin Steele? Um, and, you know, I think, isn't he related to Baylor somehow? Uh, yeah. I'm from a very privileged time in history that I don't remember Kevin Steele at Baylor, nor would I have been a Baylor fan at that point in my life. I was so young. Right. But um, <clears throat> so I know that I'm coming from a point of privilege there, but I don't care. Mm. I don't care if he was the defensive coordinator here, man. If he could, you know, if he can come back and coach up a good defense, I will forgive. Uh, now, if someone else came on the offensive side, that's a different story. But, uh, like, if he just came back, wouldn't matter a thing to me, dude. But uh, And he's had some good he's had some good defenses. Uh, he's always kept a steady job. I mean, this was almost 20 years since the debacle at Baylor. Yes. Uh, since he was – since he left, and it was 04. So, I mean, he's always been – on a sideline at a big program, so or a good program, yeah, uh, and has had some good defenses at Auburn. So nine and thirty-seven as a head coach, uh, yeah, only at Baylor, by the way. Dave Aranda has more than nine hmm. wins in one season, um, three more actually. But Kevin Steele since then has coached under Dabo. He's coached under Saban. Gus Malzahn was a really good DC at Auburn. Um, good enough at least and ended up becoming he's had some interim coaching stops whether it's Auburn or Tennessee too and now is the DC at Miami not a great Miami team but cut his teeth in the SEC he's been through pretty much every conference with every major coach it feels like and he has gone through 20 years of rehabilitation from his last time at Baylor he's a good good coordinator not a good coach thousand of them out there there's not really a great connection to Dave Aranda either aside from them both working at Baylor 20 years apart. Yes, in the same century. But as Michael Scott would say, my product, my my son returns. Yeah, he would say that. You ready for the last one? Yeah, I am. That's, um, I'm just, I wasn't continuing on the Kevin Steele because I know what else is coming. Yeah. Look, this guy was uncomfortable last year. <laughs> His first year... Not on the sidelines as a head coach in two decades. He he's got a son um, who's in college, so I, you know he's close to college kids. He'd be a good recruiter. He yeah. has knows the um, lingo. Has recruited people out of Waco before, even some great running back talent. Um, yeah, at least one. Yeah, one Ladanian Tomlinson. He recruited Heisman finalist Max Duggan. He has recruited Quinn Johnson from Temple, by the way. Yep. Uh, Trevon Boykin, if you remember him. Andy Dalton, current NFL quarterback, was recruited by this guy. Last year, down on his luck a little bit. Had a couple couple rough uh, couple rough goes at it, but has a statue at a university and was a defensive staff at the University of Texas last year as the special assistant to the head coach. And a vastly improved Texas Longhorn defense, by the way. Vastly and, improved. And he plays the guitar. So when we have the worship, get everybody together for the old worship sesh out around the fire, I got your guy, Gary Patterson. Your guy, Gary Patterson. I mean, would you be that upset at this point in the juncture? Oh, no, I would I would absolutely love it. It'd be hilarious. Love it. In the best way. I think it's way. never going to happen, obviously, but I would love that. It'd be because hilarious. Because he's a pretty good coach. Like, he's a great coach. A defensive guy. Like this, I mean, literally a guy that Aranda has talked about, like basically stealing tapes for about his, uh, to get his coaching methods. 
pirated uh, Gary's VHSs yeah. to learn how to coach. Yeah. I like that. I like that story a lot. Plus, if you go to TCU and beat them like 31 to nothing, and you know that there's a statue of your defensive coordinator outside, that's, that's oh boy, you think playing in a bowl game in your rival stadium is that bad? Pfft. Wait till that happens. And yeah, I mean, he's kind of, he was kind of unlikable, not going to lie. I didn't really love him as a TCU head coach, but he wasn't like a like a heinously bad dude, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he just didn't, didn't bring the major scandals, so. Right. Kind of funny, unlikable, kind of uh, anytime he was mad, like, oh, little guy's mad again. Oh, here yes. he goes. Gary. Not Never like a, oh, that guy's like a bad son. person. Never, you know, deep in his soul. He didn't like Art Bryles. He was on to something. No, he did not, man. He he, really he, he was on the right side of history there somehow. Um, he and and yeah, it doesn't. I guess it doesn't make a lot of sense as far as you have you know Baylor TCU rivalry and Gary Patterson hated hated Art Bryles. Maybe not Baylor, but Aranda loves Patterson. And he's sixty something, right? Yeah, probably he's got to be 60, early sixties. Sixty one, sixty. Want to be a, there. a real defensive coordinator again? Late fifties has eleven bowl wins as a head coach. Baylor has fourteen bowl wins in their history as a program. So he is good at the coaching football thing, and had a really good defense. I mean, it wasn't his defense, but you know something clicked for the Texas defense. He was there, yeah. uh, and again, Aranda loves his scheme. They are friends. And he has the track record to go with it. Put your pride away for a second. Gary Patterson, Baylor defensive coordinator, would be such a kick in the nuts to TCU. It'd be funny. It'd be funny. I would love it. Even, I mean, just to have that picture forever, even if he sucked as a defensive coordinator. In all the garb. Pfizer. That's just awesome. That's awesome to have. Not even Photoshopped. (laughs) Uh, Towel girl. Yes. Bring her out of retirement. Yeah. Analysts don't sweat, you know? No. Oh. All right. I'm Drake Till. That's Cameron Stewart. Come back tomorrow. Zach Blackerby joins the show from Auburn. We're going to break down the whole Ron Roberts deal. I know. The big boss is on. Because uh, none of it makes any sense to me, really. So I'm going to... It means he'll be doing his research, and he will see me in one of my best performances ever. Yeah. Start uh, sending some shit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's probably what's going to happen. Inside the Bears. Sports Illustrated. This has been Always Will Be. Come back tomorrow. Locked. Happy 6.30 a.m. On Baylor.